What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes Society podcast. I'm Jones. And I'm Candace. And we're a real podcast having real conversations with real people. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on iTunes under the Stakes is High podcast. Get social with us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're also using the Stakes is High podcast hashtag. Check us out. And And welcome welcome to our our podcast. podcast. Can you talk about African-American men and how this movie speaks to them? Pain is passed down from father to son and son to son. A lot of pain in Troy's life is a result of the pain and the damage from his father that he then visits on his son. We have to, as black men, be mindful of that. Sometimes it's unfair, and sometimes we take it out on those we love. And, and I'm, 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 I'm guilty of that frustration that we all have. But we have a responsibility and a duty to be fathers, not to just make babies, but to be real fathers. And you can't expect any good to come to you if you don't visit any good on your son or your daughter. So be a man. Be a man. You know, that was Denzel Washington from uh, the movie Fences. See, you see that yet? I have not. I'm ready to see it, though. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, Denzel's been out here dropping some jewels um, as lately. He has. He's been in a couple. Several interviews. Yeah. And, you know, and um, that one was uh, that one was a very deep, uh, uh, deep clip, deep little interview that he did it was on the red carpet you can look it up on youtube but uh yeah i um i wanted to do this podcast or this episode today um shout out to d murph you listen to d murph yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so um uh dope podcast you guys gotta check him out he's uh he shows love to the show but uh, he had his father on and um you know i was motivated to do this episode uh that we're that i'm doing today we have a guest with us but it was even more, it's crazy how energy works because D. Murph just did an episode with his father. Mm-hmm. And um, real good episode. So he inspired me most definitely to want to put my father on just because of the relationship we have. But um, it's crazy because this next person we have on is D. Murph's blood cousin. Family. Yeah, family. Love it. And family supporting family. Yeah, and it's crazy how this works. So me and our guest who I'm about to introduce, uh, we did a podcast before. And, you know, he had a we had a conversation about, you know, a topic that he wanted to discuss. And it was talking about, you know, fatherhood and stuff like that. So D. Murph had his episode and I was already having, you know, his, his, our guest on his cousin. So it's just crazy how the energy works together and mm-hmm. just kind of bring it all together. So but um, yeah. So but anyway, let's get to our guest. I want to introduce our guest. Uh, my man, King K from the Three Drunken Nights. What's up, bro? What's good, brother? Man, welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up, C? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, man, thank you for coming, man. For sure. Thank you for, for coming. Sure. Little, uh, Being on di- this side, of it, it just it still <laughs> feels weird. I'm used to being in control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you, you, you do the engineering over there. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm just like, I wonder what I sound like. I wonder what my waves look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You're but, pretty uh, wavy. Hmm. Pretty wavy. I'm pretty wavy. <laughs> pretty wavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But man, I appreciate it, man. Um, uh, taking the time to come over here to the to the stakes is high, man. We show this Naptown love for sure. For man. sure, man. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Tell everybody about your podcast, man. Man, I am King K from the Drunken Nights podcast, where we talk a lot of uh, ish. <laughs> <laughs> we actually just did a, a podcast this morning because 
since the holidays. We normally yeah. record on Sundays, so we had to do it today to make sure we still get the people some content for today. And it was yeah. just pretty much talking about how a woman's tongue can kill a man or give him life. Oh, mm. that's that's huge. Yeah, and most of the time they kill a man. And don't realize <laughs> it. But I yeah. can't wait to hear this. I it was, it was, that dropped today. Yeah, dropped today. We dropped it today. Dang, so we recorded. Good, I edited and dropped it. That's a quick turnaround, man. You got yeah. to it. Yeah. I'll listen. I'll listen tonight. Yeah. I love Mostly you guys. we discuss the dynamics between men and women, relationships, uh, fatherhood, and uh, marriage and relationships. That's kind of our thing. Yeah. But we just yeah. do it in a very non-traditional way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's always drinks. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's always drinks. Yeah. Our listeners, you know, they 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 were on our show, so you know, I think our listeners are pretty, pretty. Uh, they're well versed. They're, they're well versed in the drunken nights. Drunk nights. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. Nah, but I man. I was wondering, how did they take to it? They I loved it. It was good. They man. loved it. You know, I had a, I, I think a few of the listeners, you know, they told me they went in and went back to listen to some To listen to you all. So, yeah. Oh, man. That's yeah. what's up, man. Shout we introduced some new people to drunken nights. So we're thankful for that yeah, connection. So, that's what's up. Yeah, man. But, um, but yeah, man, you know, we talked earlier and uh, I know we discussed, um, you know, we discussed some family and fatherhood. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that Denzel clip, you know, it was it was very, you know, I, I sent it to you and you was like, it's very fitting for this episode for yeah. sure. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, man, let's jump into it, man. Uh, uh, wh- where are you originally from? I'm originally from Gary, Indiana. Okay. Just okay. for people who don't know what that is, that's uh, right probably 10 to 20 minutes out of Chicago. Yeah, I think everybody's pretty familiar most with people, it. Most people are familiar with that. <laughs> but you know area. what? I think a lot of people are probably familiar f- with it because of the the negative behind it. You right. know what I'm saying? Just because of the murder. What was that, man? It was the murder cap. Through capital. the 90s? Yeah. Through the 90s, it was called the murder cap. Yeah, yeah. That's so, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, man, you from Gary. <laughs> it just makes me so mad because it's like there's that negative connotation that you get. But I, I have family in Gary. And I wasn't ever scared to go to Gary. Like, it wasn't, you know. But that negativity is real. It is real. That is. It that, is real. That was, that was some real stuff. It was. was. Yeah, yeah. I went to college with a lot of cats from Gary. Me man. too. Gary, I know a lot of people cat. from Gary. The messed up thing about it is when you're growing up and you don't realize how negative it is. Mm-hmm. It's just everyday life, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. For sure. So, um, who, who were you raised with? You know, because I know we can get further into you know yeah. the, the relationship with your father or whatever but who who raised you was it just were you just my mom just your mom okay. yeah. did you know your father growing up nope didn't not even i had a step pop my brother's dad or whatever but as far as my blood no nah, it's yeah. just my mom's yeah. did your mom talk about him or was it nope. just kind of just like unspoken dang for real not even i did yeah that's crazy nope. yeah so um your step pops did was he so he did he step up and play that role or how was it with nah he didn't nah Man. nah he 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 was part of the reason that made me realize that I ain't have a pop you know what I mean he mm. was he brought dysfunction into the family mm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. so yeah. he didn't step up like I would assume that a man is supposed to step up. You right, know what right, I mean? right. So a lot of people that goes on to we're saying, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about uh, a two parent home. A lot of times, just because you got two parents, that doesn't mean everything. You know, yeah. right? You know exactly. what I'm saying? So like, I, I hear people always discuss. You know, people, man. You know, the reason why he's behaving like that because he didn't have a father at home. 
But just because you have a father in the home, exactly, they don't mean right. you know what I mean. Some people are better off with single parents. Yeah. So, so um, walk me through the you know the uh, what how it affected you not having that father in your life. Um, I think it started kind of. I started kind of realizing it when I was in elementary school, probably second second grade. Wow. I started realizing I ain't, have a, I ain't have a daddy over there. And was that because other kids was my dad, my dad, my dad, and you didn't? Sort of like yeah. one of my brothers, his dad um, lived with us, and then my other brother's dad. We would go over his house on the weekends. Okay. And just at some point in time, I started to realize, like, well, I ain't got no daddy house to go to. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I did appreciate my brother's pop for kind of taking me in as well because he didn't have to let me come over mm-hmm. on the weekend. Right, right. he you did know. it. But I did appreciate that, and it made me realize that I don't have a pops. And then with um, all the dysfunction going on in the house from my other brother's pop, that made me realize damn, I ain't got no protection either. I ain't got nobody here to protect me from him, protect my mom from him. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like assed out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it it grew an anger in me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? An anger and resentment in me. And I was a badass kid. <laughs> and I hate to say it's because I ain't have a pop, but that was the only way that I was able to channel that feeling. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Go, you, you you say the dysfunction. What was it? What was the dysfunction? I mean, if you don't mind me asking. Um. Well, I had to kind of watch this man beat my mom's on a, almost a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know, putting hands on her, and sometimes it wasn't just a beating; it'd be just a slap mm-hmm. or a punch or something like that. You know, okay. and it wasn't shit I could do about it. Right. You know, I was too young, and uh, at that same time, at that same early age like there was one moment that was a pivotal moment in how I started to view the world and the way that I started to view people mm-hmm. and um, they had a bad fight and I heard it you know I'm just trying to make sure that my little brother that's in the room with me because it was three of us yeah I was going to ask how many yeah. brothers okay Trying to make sure he's straight, he ain't tripping or nothing, he don't wake up from it. So, all of a sudden, I hear the door close, uh, the front door close. <clears throat> I hear footsteps coming back to the bedroom. So, I try and play sleep. Well, it's my brother's pops. He ends up getting us out the bed and waking us up, telling us to come on. We ain't in nothing but our drawers. He ends up taking us out the house, walking us out the house in our drawers and uh, some apartments. Well, the apartments that we stayed in, there were some woods and then some train tracks in the midst of the middle of the woods or whatever. He walked us out there, told us stand on the tracks and don't move until the train come. Mm. And he had a baseball bat and he said, first one move is the first one getting it. Me, I was kind of like, nigga, fuck you. You know what I mean? I wasn't nothing but second grade, maybe. Man, fuck you Little bro Come on let's go He started walking with me I'm walking up the train tracks I get all the way to the intersection I look back My brother just standing there still In fear Right How was he? At that time He was probably in kindergarten Oh my gosh yeah. Or first grade I can't remember Right And uh, so I go back So I see he's scared 
and I stayed with him. He eventually ended up taking us off the train tracks, told us to walk with him, follow him. And he said something that took years to get over. He was holding my baby brother in his arms. And he was like, I don't love y'all, so he don't love y'all. This is my son. Mm. And that hate that I had for him went towards my brother, too. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I ain't... Uh, that's your daddy. You responsible for whatever yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he ended up taking us back, man. He took me and my younger brother. He ended up putting us in a dumpster behind the apartments and said, stay right there because this is where y'all belong. Mm. Oh, my God. That moment right there, like, I didn't seen him do a lot of crazy stuff. Right. You know, I didn't seen him wreck the whole house. We go out for Thanksgiving and shopping, come back. He didn't took everything out it's all over the kitchen floor the refrigerator's knocked over he but i ain't never think he would do something like that right 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 you know and that changed my whole view of the world yeah men mm-hmm. uh my mother yeah left i was gonna uh, ask go ahead no what i was gonna ask um being seeing dysfunction you know, because I've seen my mother be in abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've heard, you know, I've heard domestic violence I've heard in the other room. I've saw it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I understand that feeling. I get, I've gotten that feeling. Yeah. You know, I've gotten that act like you sleep. Act like you don't. You, you're going to sleep. Sleep it away. You're yeah. going to sleep and it's not going to be there anymore. I've done the fake. I've done all the emotions from crying to faking like I don't see it to mm-hmm. wishing I could kill that dude. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, what I was going to ask you, though, man, like, did you ever blame your mom for the situation that she was in? Because I got to a point, man. But go ahead. I'll let you answer that. Um, later. It was later on. Because after that, she was still with him. Like, she left. She left then, but at some point in time, I want to say around when I was in fifth grade, um, we ended up all moving down to Atlanta. Mm. And now I'm a little bit older, and I kind of recognize some things don't have to be the way that they are, you know what I mean? And we was living in Atlanta, and it was kind of the same thing, you know? And living there, we didn't have no furniture whatsoever. We didn't have a television. We just had an apartment. Then the lights got cut off, and then it was all bad. We had to move into a hotel room, yeah. and it, it was just all bad. And at that moment, I was just like, man, why are you still, like, dealing with this dude? You that's know? the same way I was, man. I, I feel And that's what I was saying. I think I, I saw it early. Yeah. I was like, why do you keep going back to that? Why yeah. are you still letting him in our house? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm just seeing pain. I'm seeing pain, but like like you, as I got older, I start seeing other other things that was causing this. So you start seeing the drugs. You start seeing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. As I got older, after even after she was done with him, I seen like that's why. Yeah. That's why. You know what I'm saying? So. Now, yeah, when man. I was younger, I just wanted I wanted to be able to protect her. Yeah. I felt bad. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. even in second, third grade, I just felt bad yeah. that I couldn't stop this man exactly. from doing this. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's crazy, man. I seen a, I, the dude hit me up on Facebook years later. The the guy that was you know abusive to my mom that I one of the guys I remember, and he hit me up on Facebook. I'm just like, 
you know, like what, you know, but I, I didn't even really know how to react to it. I'm like, uh, what up, man? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you know, how do, how do you react to that? You know, I just kind of what up and just kind of left it alone, you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, man. Um, so she ended up leaving him. Eventually. Yeah. Okay. She ended okay. up, she ended up leaving him. Um, I want to say when we left, she left him in Atlanta and this is, this is why I give so much credit to women and their strength to do something if they really yeah. want to do it. Yeah, 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 You know, when we was living in Atlanta, it happened again while we was living in a hotel room. At that moment. What what made you think, before you go there, man, not to cut you off, yeah, but what made you think her stay with, what, what made her, you said you start noticing things. What was the things that you noticed? Which... You, you, to stay we with her, living, to stay with him. You said as you got older, so you start noticing things. That, like, yeah, I started noticing. Well, I just I think I started kind of thinking different. Instead of going uh, okay, into okay, the protective you, mode of like I want to protect her, I started looking at it like why aren't you trying to yeah, protect you. yourself okay, and just right. leave? My bad. You okay. Know? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay. Um, but when we was living in the hotel room, we ended up just leaving. It was in the rain. We ended up just leaving. She didn't know where we was going. But we ended up you at the Greyhound. Me and my brothers and my mother. Okay. We ended up leaving uh, leaving him at the hotel room. Yeah, I had family back in Gary, though. Yeah. Okay. And we was all in Atlanta with no family, mm. you know. And we ended up at the Greyhound bus station. We stayed at the Greyhound, I want to say, for a day or two. Mm. We stayed there. No money, no nothing. We just, she just didn't want us at that hotel room with her no more. And... Um, I remember there was one guy, he was talking to my mama, I'm like, what the hell does this dude want? <laughs> Back in defense. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to like, like, what does he want? But he ended up taking all of us over across the street to an IHOP and fed us, ah, that's what's up, you know, man. gave her money. And he was asking her, like, look, I can go back to the hotel with you. And this guy don't even know my mother. He's just seen a single mother. In a fucked up situation mm. You know mm. And he's like I can go back there with you Get your stuff And all of that My mom was like Nah That's just gonna yeah. Make things way worse So nah Don't even worry about it Well I didn't know That my middle brother Took one of the hotel keys So we ended up Walking back to the hotel Staked out for dude to leave Went in Took all of our stuff Dang. He ended up Coming back And he's First thing he says How'd y'all get in here but at the same time, he recognized my mom wasn't joking. She wasn't playing, and we was leaving. He started crying and hugging us and telling us how sorry he is. Mm. What happened was his mother ended up sending us money to catch the Greyhound back to Gary. Mm. Wow. Yeah. But that wasn't even the end of it. When he came back, uh, when we came back, time later, he ended up moving back in again into another place. Dang. Now... I don't know what happened. How do you know? At that time, I'm probably sixth grade. Okay. I'm probably about sixth grade then. Now, at that moment, I don't know what happened to make her not be with him at that time. It was only one time he ran up the stairs to try, and I knew he was going to try and hit my mom's. And the way the bathroom was set up, I'm looking down the stairs so I could see him running up because mm-hmm. they was arguing. I seen him running up the stairs. I just kind of kindly pushed him back down the stairs. <laughs> Good. I think it was after that that. Uh, yeah. You know what's that, crazy? I think I remember the time my mom left dude. 
I remember I seen her fight back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> fight back. <laughs> I couldn't, you know, I'm young, man. I mean, I guess I could have tried, but yeah, I, I, I remember that. A fighter. I remember that day, dog. I, I, like you said, that day, I remember we were in the car. I remember the house we was at and everything. And he was trying to get in the car, and my mom fought back. I was in the back seat, little, mm-hmm. back before car seats. You know, we ain't had no car seats. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I remember that day. That's crazy you say that. I just yeah. thought about that that day, <laughs> I remember. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was soon after that is when we ended up moving again, and he just didn't move with us. Yeah, yeah. He you went know, to the next person that he's going to do that to for years, probably. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's sad. Yeah. That's a sad He's passed cycle. away since the end. Oh, oh that's it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, like I said, that's my youngest brother's dad. Okay. You know, so. And funny, me and, me and him, we closer than ever now. He actually staying with me now. Ah, that's wow. You know, me and okay. that dude, man, we close as ever. You yeah, know, yeah. and a lot of this stuff I don't even tell him. I don't talk to him about. Mm-hmm. It. I don't want to change his view of his pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'll keep let so him, young. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he has his own views and thoughts uh, of his. Yeah, pop, he'll find out. Yeah. yeah, he'll find out. Yeah. Um. So, I, 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 you said a few things in there that you, you know, about how you respect women, just because you, when they make their mind up, you know, mm-hmm. they're gonna do whatever they, whatever it is they need to do. But how did it? Uh, how do you think it affected you, like as an adult after that? You know. Oh man, um, <laughs> it's like it's affected me. I didn't really start paying too much attention to how it all affected me until I start having kids of my own and mm. having a woman that mm-hmm. I love for. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really put two and two together about none of it you know Mm -hmm. and one of the reasons that I even wanted to talk about this because a lot of times I hear a lot of women saying if he didn't have a daddy he should be want to be the you know best daddy in the world then Mm. I hear a lot of women saying that and it's like he doesn't have a he doesn't have a blueprint yeah I don't I don't I don't get how I'm supposed to be right you know I can understand trying to but it I don't think that they the story is always fully told, mm-hmm. right. especially mm-hmm. us as black men. It's almost like a a, a stencil. Yeah. He's young, black, raised by his mother, no pops. Yeah, that's sure. almost most of us. Yeah. So when it's talked about, it's never talked about in depth. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up without a pop. Man, me neither. Man, that's gotta suck. Anyways, let's go shoot these. You know. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you, that's exactly right, man. So it's never talked about, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it too. You know, you know what's crazy, man? Because uh, I, I, I've said it plenty of times before, but it's kind of you know, me and my pops are like that's my that's like my best friend now, but it hasn't always been like that. And the reason being is I think that it just goes into like relationships, mm-hmm. how your mom, how her relationship is with him, and if you're being primarily raised by her, they can basically. A, a good mother wouldn't do this, I, I should say. But a lot of mothers get fed into their emotions based off their emotions that they have with that. Your father, they're going to put those on you. Oh, I found that, too. <laughs> she didn't She didn't do that, but it was always just told to me that he just rolled out. Yeah. He just yeah, left. Yeah. You know, he just stopped coming around. Yeah. But I remember a time, going back to what we were saying, I think I remember a time being young. I wasn't that close, but my pops are still in my life. But not like like he should have been, I, I should say, or how I think he should have been. But I remember a time, man, where 
not having a dad was almost it was it was almost kind of like to fit in you almost had to be like nah my pops ain't here either you know Damn. what i'm saying it was like kind of like that time where you just like nah man i ain't got no dad man you know and yeah. i i think i tried to say that a few times but it didn't <laughs> feel right you know what i mean because he was there you know not like like i said not like that but yeah it's crazy it's just the cliche thing to say man you know i was jealous of my brothers I bet. I was extremely jealous of I him, bet. especially yeah. even the brother who had, you know, the dysfunctional pops. Yeah. I was jealous of him just the fact that you at least knew your daddy wouldn't shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Right. So your blueprint, where'd you get it from, man? Because you got kids now. Trial and error. For sure. <laughs> trial and error. I think, you know up. what, man, even if you have a blueprint, that blueprint doesn't work for everybody. Right. You still go nah. through trial and error. You man, know? I was a shitty parent. Mm. I was a shitty husband. Shitty boyfriend to this woman that I've been with for 16 years because I ain't, I was like now being older and more mature and and uh, more insightful. I was scared, mm. you know what I mean. Like to me, for my children, I felt like I was being a good dad as long as they knew who I was. Mm. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. as long as they knew who I was and I was in their life, I was a good daddy. Yeah. You know, which still else. a lot of people think that. But still, yeah. a, lot, get, a lot of people get them Christmas gifts and mm-hmm. come to see, one school I program. On people, I don't judge them. You know what I mean? Oh no, like, no, no! It's not a place them. of judgment. You know, and that's one of the things that it 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 taught me. Like after that situation with uh, my brother's dad, I remember I started praying all the time that God would give me the wisdom to know who to trust and who not to trust. Yes. That's what I would ask him for. Mm-hmm. Give me that wisdom to know. And he didn't. He put me through a whole bunch of more situations where I couldn't trust people. So, and I feel like he did that so that I could start learning patterns. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I start that was, learning my own self-awareness of what situations I'm in. But God did and, give you that. He, he gave did, you that. And he, did. he gave you that through those yeah, experiences. He just didn't give it to me the way I thought. For sure. Right. He was, like, I thought, you know, they I was just going to have a certain glow. Rain down. <laughs> yeah. I was going to see this aura. Don't trust him. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> for, sure, for sure. But he did. And and I actually cherish that gift to this day because I, I have a deep-rooted level of understanding I'm a very unbiased person because of this. I understand why I've made some of the mistakes I've made, some of the things that I've done. I understand it, so it makes it hard for me to judge other people mm-hmm. as well because mm-hmm. I'm like, right. you know, maybe they're going through something that I just don't know, but there's a reason yeah. this person is acting the way that they act. Yeah, man. You know, I, you know it's kind of like I try not to judge individuals either, man, but when I see kids suffer, it's hard for me not to judge that person putting that kid through, you know, putting that kid through what they're putting them through. And it makes you so mad. It's, it, it makes, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, like, I, I know people. Yeah. yeah. It, it makes you so mad. Yeah. Because I know, you know, I'm like, man, you know right from wrong, you know. Yeah. And you know how you felt when that happened to you. When you're doing it to this kid, I, that's when I, that's kind of, that's hard for me not to judge a person like that, man. Because mm-hmm. I hate to see kids, kids suffer, man, you know, and, and, and especially when. They don't have to, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the hands of a parent, you know. Well, like, come you know on. what? Some of them parents don't though. They don't know right from wrong. Yeah. They just uh, some of them a are just doing individual mm-hmm. who ended up having a baby by mistake, and now they gotta yeah. try and raise it, and they really don't know what they doing. Nah, nah, no, nah, I agree. That's true. You know? Yeah, that's true. And but I understand it is hard not to. Be it's like, hard to come watch. on, man. You like I got a bus driver. Whose ass I got to kick uh, when school starts back? <laughs> you know, my daughter come in bawling, crying, mm. talking about the bus driver was being mean to some substitute. So yeah. I'm ready to go 
Especially yeah. as, a, as a parent, somebody hurt yeah. your child. It just, yeah, it just. Yeah, yeah. she ain't never came home bawling, crying like mm. this. Because mm-hmm. mm, some adult said to her. That's crazy. Man, what I wanted to talk, I wanted to ask you, man, have you, uh, ha- did your mother, you and your mother ever discuss that, how you felt or how, what you went through and what, how does, how it made, turned you, what, you know, basically what it, how it made you turn out to be who you are today? Did you ever discuss it or how that, did With she, go- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Nah. Never did. Because, yeah. like, I remember when I started my journey to look for my pops. Yeah, that, I was, was going to I was going to ask you that. Yeah. It was um I was probably 20, 21 probably, somewhere between 20 and 22, somewhere in there, 23. And it made me kind of start looking for him because I'm like, well, I got this woman here who I've been with forever and she can get a bit emotional mm. to the point where I'm like, you know what? Get the hell away from me. <laughs> I can't be around you. Right, right. So I'm like, now that I'm grown and old, I wonder, my mama ain't probably as, you know, picture perfect as I may have thought. What does she probably do in this situation to try and drive him away? Mm. To try and, like, make sure he ain't around. Because so was now I can't be as figure angry. Figure out both sides of the story. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I can't be as angry at this dude because she probably did something. That made him say, you know what? I can't do this no more. I done tried, and you just, you're not allowing me to be a father. It's possible that's the case. And that goes back to what I was saying, that parent, a mother, takes on this anger of whatever she had for that man, mm-hmm. and then she puts it into that kid, and then the kid, like, yeah. F my daddy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and you're. I don't think that she was trying to do that, but I think she did have some level of self preservation. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. That. But no, I was just saying that goes into your statement of saying, like, why did you yeah. know? Why? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so. And um, now, I'll say I ended up uh, not ever finding him, but he found me by wow. accident. Or, yeah, something like that. Like Facebook, yeah, it really <laughs> well, was. Really, it was Facebook. Yeah, y'all know I hate Facebook. Don't taste it, but in this case, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with Facebook in this nah, case. That's all right. That's it all really right. was through Facebook, Straight. man. I was at work. Somebody hit me up on Facebook because I had just changed my name to my real name on Facebook, and so somebody hit me up thinking that I was my pops. Wow. And it was um, his niece, mm. which is, I guess, my cousin. And and she ended up hitting me up. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't mean, I don't know you. What are you, what are you talking about? He's like, well, uh, is your mom name this? Is your? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know my daddy. Mm-hmm. So then I guess her dad ended up being like, get his phone number. Wow. Yeah. So he ended up calling me and just like, look. I seen your pictures. I see your name, and he had, he told me my full name, like the whole junior and everything. That was the only thing I've had for my daddy was. Is that your junior? Wow. And so he said that. So I'm like, what? And he was just like, yeah, I just talked to your daddy. Oh my god. And I'm like, what? Wait. He said, I'm gonna give him your number so he can call you. And this is happening like so fast. I'm just sitting at work. Damn. How did you, you know? feel? Um. 
it's jacked up because I felt amazing. You wanted that. It. You wanted that. It was it was a weird feeling because he called me while I'm at work and I got to tell my boss, "Hey, uh, I'm about to go outside. I'm talking to my daddy. I never knew this motherfucker." Oh my god! <laughs> right. I'll be right back. Yeah, right. yeah. Know? And I'm talking to him, man, and it was just like, wow, like that's crazy. That's that up. was a weird feeling. Dang. So how? I mean, how that conversation? Go? Yeah. The first conversation was just kind of like. Um, you know, how you doing? Where you living at? Um, you know, do you got a family? That was it. My main concern was, do I got other sisters and brothers? Right, yeah. right. That I don't know about. Uh-huh. For some reason, I kind of want to know them more than I know you. But, <laughs> you know. And I do. I got an older brother and a younger brother. Wow. Did you meet him? Um, I found the older brother, and me and him are trying to find our younger brother. Damn. So they didn't know each other either? Nah. He ain't, uh, he ain't know none of his kids. Damn. And I did doubt you, did that you, I'm, us three are the only ones. So did you, I mean, did y'all ever, ever get a relate, have a relationship to where you can ask him like, damn, why? What, what happened, bro? You okay, know? I'm going to tell you this. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. Watch on the table. Nah, it's all good. So, probably a year later, he flew me out to where he was staying at. And it's crazy because when I found out where he stayed at, I realized in the beginning when I was looking for him, I found him. I just had no way of getting in touch with him. But I had found him years before. Mm. Wow. And um, he ended up flying me out to where he was staying at. And um, everything was cool. Where did he live? Um, In Michigan. Wow, okay. And every day I was there, I woke up. To a new stack of hundreds. He gave me a thousand dollars every day that I was there. Yeah, no, no bullshit. Like, pops, let me stay a month. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He gave me a thousand dollars every day I was there, and you like, is it dude a D boy? Right. (laughs) Uh, I don't think I don't even think I could say sort of what he does, but he got pictures with presidents. He got pictures Uh, with like he does. He's He's somebody. Mm-hmm. I'll say that, you know. And I think that's part of the reason why he wasn't around too. Okay. Some of it in the early ages. Um, but everything was cool and it was great and it was fine. I come back to Indiana. Uh, five stacks. Is, five <laughs> stacks in your pocket. <laughs> nah, I was spending. <laughs> I got family up in Michigan too. So, hey, y'all come on, man. Let's, Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> But uh, get back to Indiana, man. Everything is cool and everything is great, you know. And then I can't even remember what triggered it. But you know how people will be like, you know, they ain't never seen their daddy. The first thing they're going to do when they see him is hit him in the mouth. Right. You know, that feeling and that anger that builds up. For some reason, that day, it hit me. And my mom was there at my house, too, when this happened. So I don't know if it was a conversation that me and her was having or something happened. And I kind of let it all out right then, you know, Wait, about him not in front being of your, there. To your mom? No, I was sitting out inside of my car, and then my mom, I guess she heard me all the way in the house okay. and ended up coming outside. Yeah. And he kind of gave some light to some to some things that I would put the blame on my mom for, mm. you know. But at that moment, it was just, I, I tell him, like, I don't care, dude. There is nothing that my wife can say to me right now yeah. that's going to stop me from seeing my kids. No, no, no. 
I said, she could put a restraining order on me. I'm seeing them. I would be sitting in the yeah. car across the street from where they get out the bus <laughs> just to wave to them so they would know, yeah, you know. So yeah. I kind of let it all out then, man. It was mm. uh, it was uh, liberating. But at the end of it, he was just like, are you done? Mm. And I was kind of like, you bitch-ass nigga. Like, yeah. like, you really ain't getting nothing that I said. You mm. don't understand. And to this day, I still don't think that he gets it he don't take no blame you know i wonder um kind of going back to the denzel clip you know i wonder i wonder was that passed down from his father and passed down you know because somebody got to break the chain right you know what i'm saying and a lot it's of times possible. his dad lives up in michigan with him and uh he said his dad i just talked to him um yesterday mm. and he said his dad was over at his house, you say your grandfather. I really want to be like, no, I don't know that nigga either. Yeah. You know, it, it, I'm trying not to be that way, but yeah, yeah. he's making it hard. Mm-hmm. You know, because he, he doesn't have any remorse or any. Yeah, he's not he sorry. don't really, and I think that he's really trying to butter me up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, gotcha. I really feel like that, and it's like, dude, you ain't got to do all of that. I mean, I I was appreciative of a thousand dollars I woke up to every day. That was great, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I would rather have. An actual relationship. authentic relationship mm-hmm. with you, not this. Don't you ain't got to tell me a bunch of stories. You ain't got to tell me, but I think it's too late. Honestly, that's what I was gonna ask you, man. You just said you want that. Do you though? Uh, not from him. You know what not I mean? From him. Because I think, man, at a certain age, if you've gone all this time without that relationship with that person, to where that person is supposed, to, like I said, mom or dad, whoever it is, mm-hmm. and you've gone this long without that relationship, like. Can it be repaired to where it can be repaired, but will it ever be to where that that no. image of what you really wanted a mom or dad to be? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm almost kind of I mean, you know, I'm just like, man, it, my thing is, I think the best thing a dysfunctional parent can do is be a great grandparent. And I talked about that before. Me and C talked, talked about, about that, that before. Because, hey, man, don't worry about me no more. I'm, I'm, I'm past that. Yeah. Be a grandfather. Be a grandmother. Mm-hmm. And that can be almost your, that's the best apology ever. You know what I mean? I agree. Seeing sort of. that. I don't I, give a damn about him enough to want him to be in my kid's life. But but if he says, I mean, because he can't repair it. He can repair it. He can put some, a little bit. He can apologize and say, yeah, look, man. And then if he, you allow him in your life and he just becomes the best grandparent ever, ever you're going to forget all that. It's the possible. pat, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I, I, and can, I, I can speak to experience from that. Yeah, and just I'm, I can't b- yeah. because, like, with my parents and my parents divorced, my mm-hmm. dad kind of divorced me and my sister too, mm-hmm. and so we went years without having a real relationship. Yeah. So now, Jones, I mean, th- him being an amazing grandparent, my daughter <sighs> thinks my father walks on what he hung the moon, the stars, and every <laughs> constellation. When Papa comes in the room, it's Everything, everything's about him. Mm. So it is. It's, it's amazing to see, because it's in, in a sense he's repaired our relationship by being that way with her. Yeah, because yeah. I, because I'm an adult now. I mean, you can't daddy me forever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're my dad, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna be my daddy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and that's and that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, you know, maybe uh, that can be a conversation, man. It, it is. Maybe it that could be a conversation. Hey, look, look, man, I don't want to hear the stories. Man, just respect me as a man. And love my love my kids and connect with your friend. legacy because no matter how you feel, they're still your legacy. Yeah, I would say I appreciate the fact that he don't talk crazy when I don't talk to him for months. Sometimes <laughs> I just like he'll call me 
and I just can't answer right there. And I stay busy. I'm always busy. So mm-hmm. has he I met? Just can't answer. Has he met, met your kids? Yeah. yeah. He lives in Michigan. I'm not finna. I'm not finna. So he hasn't attempted to come to Indiana. Yeah. Okay. That's another thing that I'm like. Yeah. You got to protect you know, your kids too. I'm you like, know? dude. Oh, he, yeah. Come on. He has to want here. to. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. You know. But yeah, I might not talk to him for months, and then when I finally do pick up the phone, he don't say nothing about it. He just I do like that. Yeah. That's kind of. Yeah. I can yeah. I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> I but can relate. I won't say that. Um, I need that father son relationship with him. I will say that I do find myself in situations where I'm wanting more so of a male mentor. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? So there's certain things that uh, my wife will say that make sense. But when I see it coming from a male who I would For sure. deem to be a strong yeah, male, yeah, it's kind of like I want to listen to him more. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's not to discredit any woman or my wife or anything like that, but I think that that's some. I think that's a part of why that is. Now I have my uncle, my mom's brother. Mm-hmm. That's my, that's my dude. And yeah. He's straight yeah. cutthroat. He's no chase. He's he's giving it to you straight. And that's what I call yeah. whenever I got something going on. You know, you know, it's crazy, man. I had, um, I, I I I was seeking out that. And there was this dude, a younger cat. He was a he was a pastor at my church. And one day I came to him. I seen him in Walmart because I was the same way. I'm like, man, I want someone to be able to give me to be a, a male mentor to me outside of you know friends or whatever you know because mm-hmm. that's different. And um, you know, man, he uh, he he agreed. He was like, he didn't agree right away. He said, man, let me pray on it. And I was like, man, you know, okay. I was kind of thrown off. Like, what? Like, like, I want you to say yeah now. <laughs> he said, let me pray on it, man. He said, because I want to I wanna be strong enough to be what you're asking me to be. That's so anyway, huge. fast yeah. forward, you know, he hit me up. He said, man, um, swing by my house. And, um, man, it's kind of shaking me. No, I understood. That's awesome. It's understood, brother. It is understood. But anyway, man, yeah. Uh, Jones, you're going to make me tear up. We can't be two grown-ass niggas sitting here tearing up, man. No, this you're about is, to make me tear up. I've been fighting it y'all, the this whole is heal- show. Healing is taking place right now. I understand. Healing is taking place right now. This is a conversation that needs to be had. God damn it, Jones. You're about to get it. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, he... Um, he had me over, man, and he just, uh, he was like, man, first thing I want to do is tell you I love you. And uh, we start praying. He prayed for me, man. And mm-hmm. uh, Anyway, man, we start having, uh, you know, our, our weekly meetings, man. And uh, found out he had cancer. Damn. You know, and he passed away. So it was rough, man. But anyway... You know, since then, man, I kind of been afraid to get another one. Yeah. You know, because of that. Uh, but uh, but nah, it was needed, man. You know, yeah. he. I mean, he give it to me raw, man. You know, tell me I'm tripping, and <laughs> or you know whatever it was. But I don't think we got as deep as we should have because I think mm-hmm. I still struggle with a lot of things right now mm-hmm. because you need that man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So 
Man, I'm on here crying, man. I ain't man, to hey. It's all right, man. Y'all, like, like, my heart is happy right now. I'll tell you what happens <laughs> to me a lot of times, man. I get choked up and I get a little, I won't say tearful, but it kind of like chokes me up a little bit whenever I see fathers with their sons. Mm. And I don't know if I'm the son wishing I had that daddy or I'm the dad wishing I had that son to be able to raise to be a man. Like I didn't have, right, you right. know, so it always kind of, it kind of puts me in a position, an emotional position whenever I see it, when I see fathers with their sons. Yeah. And so that's how I know even to this day, it still affects me. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't have a father. I don't know. I really don't know how to be one. Mm. And not only do I not know how to be one, I got three daughters. So I definitely don't know how to raise three daughters. Right. That's and gift. I'm just trying my hardest to make sure they don't turn out to be hoes or come home pregnant <laughs> right, right. or want to stay on the pole, you know, trying to keep them educated yeah. and smart and uh, emotional, intelligent people. Yeah, man. Not, I, I mean, um, I'm the same way, man. I mean, I got my son and uh, like my dad, my dad and I, man, we didn't even uh, the first time we told each other we love each other was probably three years ago. Wow. Mm. Like, I've never said, I love you. He's never said that to me. Not that he didn't love me, but he's just that type of man. You know, he I've never, never I've it. never seen him cry. I've never seen him, you know, I've never seen him. He doesn't hold emotion. And my grandmother on that side is the same way. But I always knew he loved me, yeah. but we've never said it. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I tell Tice every single day, I love you. Yeah. I love you, too. I love you. I love You know what I mean? Sometimes he just says, Daddy, I love you, because I do that to him. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we, I mean, this whole fatherhood thing, man, I don't think there is a such thing as a blueprint. You can try to be like your father was, but. Or not like your father. Yeah, or not like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, it's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. I had nobody to show me how to treat a woman. Right. You know. That's one thing I wanted to delve into is how it affected My how marriage. you treat women and your marriage and, and just how uh, you parent your daughters. Well, I'll say in middle schoolish area, the, you know, it, it was just okay. Let me make sure I'm on stakes as high show, not my. It's <laughs> so, adult, man. Uh, you go ahead. <laughs> it was just something to try and hit with women. Like they were just expendable for me. Wow. It was just, you know, I really I ain't care nothing about them, but I ain't care nothing about these niggas either. I beat your ass, dude. Like, I ain't got no friends. I ain't right. got nobody close to me. I ain't got nobody that'll hold me down. It's just me. And I got to make sure my brothers are straight, mm-hmm. you know. So I ain't care nothing about no woman. I ain't care nothing about no, no nigga. I'm out here. And that was just it. Mm. And uh, I found a few women that I really kind of taken a liking to a whole lot. And I would, I would behave myself <laughs> with these women. But mm-hmm. there's only two, three, four, five, 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 probably four. Ever and then my wife tops them all, you know. So, <laughs> but uh, as far as with my wife, she showed me something different. Like <clears throat> my wife made me really start to look at things different. Even from the first time we start hanging out, you mm-hmm. know, she, 
ain't never chased no woman. That woman made me chase her. <laughs> she made me chase her tough. <laughs> and and I got tired of it and I told her I'm done chasing you and she seen me walking down the hall with two women on my arms and I just walked past her and didn't say nothing. She called me that night and said, Look, you my man now and I don't wanna see you with them bitches no more. <laughs> 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 We've been together ever since. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but my wife, she she she's the one that made me really start wanting to change. And it's not even something that she was doing on purpose. It was just me loving her so much it made me feel like I needed to change mm. what I'm doing you know and first thing I need to figure out is why am I doing what, what I'm, I'm doing, doing. Mm-hmm. the know. reason behind your why that's right and I'm still figuring out some of that stuff to yeah, this to day <laughs> really I really am you know um, not having my pops in my life the way that I wanted them to is still affecting me mm-hmm. to this day mm. You know, but I don't feel I have a relationship with him where I can call him up and ask him for advice. I can't mm-hmm. call him up and ask him what to do in this situation or scenario. You know, right, right, I'll right. call my uncle, mm-hmm. and sometimes he ain't got the answer because he's just too <laughs> strict. You know, and I'm like, nah, uncle, we can't do that. Yeah. You know, so a lot of it is trial and error, and and hoping that my wife loves me enough to be able to say, hey, you know. You're not doing that right. Yeah, you know, this right, is right, right. bringing more harm for than sure, good, sure. you know. And that kind of helps me try and tip the scales. Yeah, know? especially raising daughters. Because you got to have that gentle side, too, with daughters. I learned how to have that. I used to be that angry dude mm-hmm. that, you know, punch holes in walls, mm. throw stuff, that violent, angry guy. Mm-hmm. Never hit my old lady, though. Never. But, I never even called her out her name, mm-hmm. mm. you know. But I used to be that. Because I didn't know how to handle my emotions, mm-hmm. you know, right, she would right, hurt right. me. And uh, same thing I tell some of my other people is that, you know, with men, we get hurt. Everything turns to anger, whatever it is. You hurt my pride. You hurt my feelings. You make me feel belittled. You, you know, it all's gonna turn into anger. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to fight something. Mm-hmm. I'm ready yeah. to hurt something. I yeah. need to do something physical to get this off. Yeah. And um, there was one moment with me and my old lady when my youngest, I mean, my oldest was probably three three or four and we got into it man and i'm yelling and just being the loud angry insecure dude and i look over my daughter's staring Mm. at me and she's just screaming stop yeah you know and at that moment i didn't but after that it made me kind of think like damn like i'm doing i'm she she's me She's you. You know what I mean? At that age, like, she's seeing seeing stuff that she shouldn't be seeing. And I'm like, nah, I can't can't be that dude, you know. And so I started taking on the the root of kind of understanding. I started going back to when I was younger, and I started asking God, who can I trust, who can I not trust? Mm. And I couldn't trust myself. Mm -hmm. Mm. You know, and so I started putting into... But that's a lot you recognizing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I, I had years of practice, and yeah. it was weird because I can always, I was able to start picking out people 
bad behaviors and stuff of who I should be around, who I shouldn't, and yeah. what was going on. But it was hard for me to look at it in myself, gotcha. you know. And yeah, we start making excuses. That's <laughs> yeah. what yeah. I say. I'm making this. Yeah, man, we I'm justify doing this. whatever we want to do. Right. Yeah. It ain't we can that see bad. See but not in ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And so at least I, I ain't like such that. and such. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I might do a little crack, but it ain't heroin. Right. But I started doing that with myself, and I wanted to understand myself even more and better. And so I kind of got very distant in my relationship because I couldn't be emotionally connected to it and grow. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I couldn't do it. So I got emotionally disconnected from my relationship because we weren't married at the time so that I can try and figure out what was going on with me. Gotcha. And the more I understood me, the more I understood her, the more I started understanding other people around me, the happier I became because I started realizing what this person does has nothing to do with me you yeah, know they yeah, could try and yeah. treat me like crap it really has yeah. nothing to do about me though this it's is exactly. this person mm-hmm. you know yeah and so that's kind of when the change started happening and it started softening me up and mm. now my wife think i'm a pushover just because <laughs> i'm like oh you know i want to talk to the kids i don't yeah. want to just go straight to whooping to whipping ass. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. <laughs> let me talk to them for a little bit and yeah. see what's going on in their minds that's what's up man i love it i love it <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad you came on, man. You got me. I'm editing that crying out. Man. No, you're not. No, you're <laughs> nah, not. <I'm> like, <laughs> nah, man, that, it's emotional, man, because, you know, when another man can say, I love you. Like, if I tell you, King K, if I, I'd be like, yo, man, I love you, dog. Yeah. It's always like you have to be you have to man it up. This dude said, I love you and meant it. And it wasn't on no no funny style stuff. I felt the love of a man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like someone who loved you, genuinely loved you. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I was like, it, it, it made me nervous. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, how am I supposed to feel about this? You because know you never saying? had it before. I never had it. You know, I had uncles and grandpa. I'm talking about someone that was in blood that truly loved, loved you. you as a person. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I was like, damn, you know, and then he grabbed you and pray, man. And like I said, man, he, it. I, I wish it could have got deeper, man. But, you know, cancer took you, man. And um, good dude, good dude. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, you know it's funny because I didn't believe people loved me. I didn't eat, man. I didn't. I, people would tell me that, and I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't believe them because I was always. I always thought that like I wasn't worthy enough for my pops' love. So how could you love yeah. me if a man who brought me into this world don't love me? There's I always, no way you could love me. <laughs> I always put it like this, man. I always felt like when I was younger, I always felt a person who genuinely loved you would not hurt you. And that's not the case because some people hurt you because, because they love they're you. hurt. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. So I used to just like, man, don't nobody love me, man. You know, this person, they say they love me, but they did this dirty. You know, they did me wrong. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, that that's how I always looked at it. And then I had to understand I've hurt people and I truly love them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had to be like, but I always made an excuse. Well, I did it because. But then yeah. I had to realize, like you said earlier, like. Nah, man, I, you know, I, I really love them, and I did some fucked up shit. I'm, yeah. I messed up, you yeah. know what I mean? So, so yeah, I had, to, I had to realize that, man. So I think, that's, I think that's one of the things that has helped me as my role in my marriage. Like, going through all of that put me in a position where I had to start understanding myself, and I think it's by nature, once you fully understand yourself, you're able to understand everybody else around you as well you know and it put me in a position where now i'm strong enough to be able to help my wife i'm strong enough to be able to help my daughters Mm. you know Mm. like 
when I tell people, you know, being a man of the house and being a protector, it's way more than just physically protecting them from somebody. I have to protect them emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally, yes. and spiritually. Yeah. You know, so when I come in and I have a fucked up day, I can't if everybody else in the house had a fucked up day. Mm. I can't have a fucked up day. I got to be strong enough to be able to help them through their emotions and their feelings and whatever's going on with them or whatever's going on with my wife and her childhood that makes her the woman that she is now. Now that I've grown and matured, now I'm able to sit back and be like, babe, do you think you kind of probably do this because of this or, Mm -hmm. you know, so I, I, that's why, you this podca- that's, that's why you do this podcast thing, man. It lets out that. It. You know yeah, what I mean? It, it really is. Really it, has, it has, man. I've been doing it now, you know, you know, a little over a year. And, man, just coming on, just speaking, regardless if it has nothing to do with you, if you're just talking to someone else, mm-hmm. it still allows you to just kind of be like, man, that's your way of venting. You it's know what therapy. Yeah. It's healing. It's yeah. an outlet. It's a creative outlet. And I always tell people, you have to have that. Yeah. Because you went through years and years and years of holding it in, mm-hmm. you know, and it was only proven to be destructive. Now you have a place to where you can share. And I always say our stories our you know, what has made us who we are, are never just for us. Yeah. They're always to help somebody else. This yeah. po- I told John, he, like, he thinks I'm teasing. I'm like, but seriously, people listen to this podcast. It's a way of healing. It yeah. brings healing because you never know what somebody is going through. You never know what someone's been through, and you never know how their story can help you find the courage. Hey, maybe there's somebody listening today that yeah. doesn't have a relationship with their dad. They may, you know, want to look for them, or they may, you know, want to ask their mom, well, what happened with you and my dad? You know, yeah. it, it's it's healing, and we need it, especially in the black community. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I wanted to come on this podcast yeah, nah, and yeah. talk about it versus sure. doing it on my podcast. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a different medium. Like, I understand. It, I understand. Yeah. It's a different audience. I if understand. I did it on my podcast, it was going to be called "My Daddy Ain't Shit," so I ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it was going to be called. But nah, man, I'm glad you. I'm glad We're you. We're so this glad you're here. It. You know, yeah. and I'll say I mean, that because too because the show that you had about what was it called Titus. when Mamas Walk Away? Yeah, mm-hmm. Titus. And your boy Titus yeah, on there, man. Yeah. That that episode was. Was solidified what I was thinking. Like yeah, yeah. this is that type of podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I for sure that that was a uh, emotional connection. Yeah, yeah, you know, to a podcast. Right yeah, there. man, that's what I try to do here, man. Or what we try to do here. Uh, I mean, like I said, man, I, I do this podcast, man. I want to have a contribution to the culture, yeah. regardless if it's black culture. I want to be able to just say, hey, man, I will give someone a platform. Let's talk. Like mm-hmm. you said, see that can, someone can listen to King Kane, be like, you know what, man. I need to holler at my dad, you know, because, no, he hasn't been this way. Or I wonder why I'm this way. It's because my dad wasn't there or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I I mean. That's my main reason why I'm here. And having conversations. We in the black community sweep so much under the rug. Mm-hmm. We sweep. I mean, it's one of those things. There's a big ass red elephant in the living room and we just going to keep walking right by it. Yeah, and yeah. until we start changing that narrative, it's because mm-hmm. how old are you? I am thirty-two. You're thirty-two. I'm thirty-two. So we have generate. We can break change just by having conversations. I give you that. You know I what I mean? Talk to a therapist. Yes. Yes. I talked yes, to a therapist. Yes. Yes. Kincaid. And yes. My therapist was the was the ish. Yes. She was, she was she was dope, and it was it was funny because 
Um, and this was actually just last year, you know. And this is actually kind of how I started to come about, how things from my past was kind of mm-hmm. being reflective of my life today. Even though, like, I could talk about, you know, yeah, dude left us on the train tracks, told us. Right. But I could never connect the emotion to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And once I was able to do that, it started opening doors to my behavior mm-hmm. yeah. and to the type of things that I was doing, you know. And uh, it's dope. And that's something that I know that a lot of black people tell other black people, don't do it. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. you know, you don't need to do that or whatever. But it was actually very uh, helpful for me. For sure. I'm an advocate of therapy. I think we, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, especially our culture, you know, we're such a spiritual people. Mm-hmm. Just talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. God and, and we don't want to have healing. people in our business. You know That's our thing. You know, we don't keep, we don't tell house business. Well, house business is killing me and driving me crazy. So I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. So hopefully we can have a therapist on the show. Nah, man. I mean, I mean, I, you say that. I, my thing is, like, I'm not against therapy, but, I mean, it has to be organic. I, I mean, my. I'm just not, an interview. We just interview. Nah, I'm not here for I'm, I'm not here to put my emotions in, in, you know, I would want it to be organic and real, you know, yeah. behind closed door, me and that person, not for pleasure of <laughs> Not pleasure. your own therapy session. She's she been trying to get me a therapy, do therapy session on here. No, oh, that's yeah. not organic. No, that's not, not, not No, that's not what I mean. But I'm saying just to have a therapist on just so maybe yeah, she mean, can, yeah, you know, highlight, you know. Yeah, but, you we know. somewhat sort of a life coach. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah a life coach. He's an honorary drunken knight. He'll <laughs> never show up, though. <laughs> yeah, but nah, man. I, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm never against it. You know, regardless if it's for someone doing it, you know, or whatever. I just, you know, I, I think, like you said, it is a thing that having that middle person to be able. Like I said, I sought out a mentor. You know, yeah. that was, that was a sense of therapy. You and mine was a dang old older white lady. Mm. But she connected. It, it, it was, yeah. it was, it was crazy. You That's know, awesome. it, it was just having an unbiased person yeah. there to talk. It was cool. It was real to. cool, man. Yeah. I made her cry. And <laughs> I've, had, I've had her come back the next day and tell me how I made her change the way she looks yeah. at things. Yeah, for sure. Change the way that she treats her husband. You know, yeah, that, I mean that happens. You know, cause because like, I only did it because I wanted to. I wanted to be more self-aware of why I do what I do, who I am. And also, I didn't feel like I was being the best husband and father and man that yeah. I could be. Kudos so to you for recognizing that. For real. For real. I'm proud of you for that. Yeah, I'm trying to be. I'm always trying to grow. I yeah, got so yeah, many books. As we should, man. As, as we, we should. should. Yeah, as I'm always awesome. trying to grow. Yeah, as we should, man. I mean, you know, like we said, we're we growing a lot through podcasting. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. How can we, you know, yeah. whatever. Go back so. and listen to your first episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I t- right. <laughs> I, I have. I have. So, but yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. For sure, man. Yeah, I'm, man, we got to. I've been able to come on. I gave you a little bit of a tip of the iceberg. It's a lot more yeah. to that whole story, but. This one's my heart. This makes me so happy. Yeah. She said that every week. It <laughs> just does. makes me so happy. <laughs> but it who's does. Who's your man that, uh, that wrote the book? What's his name? Brian. Brian. Brian, Brian Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, man, I like that one. Yeah. I like, like. Yeah. That book was kind of like, because I like writing and stuff like that, too. Mm-hmm. I was just like, man, that ain't bad. You yeah. know what I mean? To make a make a book for you. I remember I did that for my uh, my oldest child. When she was oh, first born, I had a notebook, and it was just letters to my daughter. I love it. And so I would just write letters to her. Yeah. Every day, I'd write her a letter, and she was just an infant. 
you know. Yeah. And then I remember finding that probably two or three years ago. That's crazy. And I was just like, damn man, I'm a failure. <laughs> and the things that I said <laughs> we'd have. We we don't we don't, we don't have, have. <laughs> I'm not rich. Yeah. <laughs> I seen a um I seen this cat, he was doing that, but he was sending his daughter an email. So he created an email for her. Mm. And he sent he sent her email like weekly or whatever it was, and then at a certain age he was going to give her the email and the password. I love know? that. And I that think was, that's yeah, so cool. That was kind of cool how he did that. So that's cool. I don't cool. know what to do with them. See, tell me. Give it to her. No, I'm not giving her those. I'm saying, what's it do with these girls? Oh well, we like, can talk about I beat that. Her, that's I take them on daddy daughter dates. I love I it. I like open doors for them and stuff. I try and show them, but I feel like it ain't enough. I feel like I'm not doing trust enough. Trust me, trust me, it will be. Because when she's 16 and goes on that first date and that boy doesn't open that door for her, she's in her head, she's going to be like, oh, I already know he's not the guy for me because my daddy has always opened doors for me. What if he got more money than me in a better car? He, he's driving the exact <laughs> car that she really wants. <laughs> Sometimes women, they'll settle for some stuff. For like, I'm but that's when you teach her and let her know. That's when you teach her and let her know. That material stuff ain't, you, you know. know. I do that. They always want to wear yeah. makeup. And I tell them, like, look, you pretty without it. This just enhances so, yeah. the beauty that you you're, already have. Yeah, that's kind of what Brian was talking about, too. Everything you're saying, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. These are things that my dad said to me. I can remember being able to wear makeup at like 17. All my girlfriends were wearing it at 15, 13, 12. I couldn't wear it. But I was like, because you don't need it. He's like, you're pretty without it. Here's this clear lip gloss. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of what I give them. They, yeah. they, I really don't want to give them that. Dude. Yeah. Everything you're saying, the everything Carmex. you're doing. Yeah, Carmen. It's just Carmex. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's you're doing good. it. You're doing it. All right, man. Um, man, what y'all got? What the, what the, what the three drunken nights got? What do y'all got in the future, man? Man. We got to build, man. We got to. Uh, That's the plan, man. We got to build. It's, it's yeah. building and, and trying to um, find a way to generate some revenue. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Quickly. Yeah, we got to. <laughs> we're going to have to rap, man. <laughs> yeah. We got to rap, man. You know, but uh, first, before that, trying to find a way to get some more listeners, get this podcast sure. out there. I want yeah. more people to hear it. For sure. Stuff yeah. like the same that, way I'm working. I, with. I, want, I love the input. You yeah, know, yeah. I love the emails we get. I love when people comment, yeah, you know, yeah. especially yeah. when they go against us. I hate <laughs> when people just always agree with us. That's like, me. Yeah. I'm always going to yeah. be in there with those comments. Go disagreeing. against us. Let's have a conversation. Let's yeah. converse about this. See, 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 see she try to, she disagrees on purpose, dog. That's <laughs> no, I true. Don't. <laughs> no, I don't. But nah, that man. Sounds um, like what a woman does. <laughs> <laughs> Here y'all go. Now listen. Now listen. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, man, we got we to gotta get up again, man. I want to I wanna come back on, man. And, I'm definitely know. with that. I want to get everybody on this this one. Yeah. This uh, do it again like we did it, man. You know, fun. we right around the corner. We here in Nap, so yeah. we gonna have to um, we gotta build again for sure. Try to get some more Indianapolis people out. What up, uh, Kells, Real and Raw, um, Lou, um, Renee K all day. Renee K all day. We got mm -hmm. the Wolfpack Lounge. They kind of taking a break, man. Uh, mm -hmm. TC still out here. Uh, I'm gonna bring TC on. Try to get TC on soon, and uh, him and Marco, but. Um, yeah, we want to get this Indianapolis podcast, uh, get this circle. Another you know. five rounds? That's one, too. Indy. Yeah, I just found yeah. them. I just seen them. Uh, I just followed them on social media. Man, I know the woman from somewhere. I don't know if it's from school or work or nothing, but I know her from somewhere. somewhere. I don't. And I don't know if it's good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us a she, comment if it's good or bad. <laughs> she, get this, 
<laughs> podcast. Please yeah. tell me I'm King K from the three uh, from the Drunken Nights podcast. So you see, see me. Tell me if I look familiar to you. Yeah. <laughs> see, you got any shout outs? Oh, uh, that's about it this week. Um, you know, the Potter and family, we love y'all. It's all good. It's all love. Yeah. Everybody in the Potter and family, not just one show over another. Uh, what about you? <laughs> King K, you got some <laughs> shout outs. <laughs> I definitely want to shout out my brothers from the Drunken Nights for, for sure. not being no, you know, uh, bands, <laughs> you know, being very supportive yeah, yeah, sure. of letting me come out and do my own yeah, yeah. thing and not yeah. feeling like so. Because, like, yeah, that's really important. It's a lot of people that don't yeah. be liking that. You know, mm-hmm. like, they just want to talk to you. They just want to talk. That's it. Like, yeah. you know, like. You know, so shout out to my brothers, man. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all, yeah, man. man. I mean, I feel like, man, if hey, if I can go or see go somewhere and they shout out, we shout out our podcast on yeah. another platform. If it's just me or man, do your thing. Yeah, you know, you know, you know I, mean? I was just teasing on when y'all had jokes about me. It's okay, I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, uh, who I shouting out? Uh, who we got? Uh, Real and raw. <laughs> uh, Good morning. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, the John effect. Yeah. Uh, D Murph. He's holding it down. He's the glue. Yeah, D Murph. D Murph, man. Uh, yeah, D-Murph. we got to have you on. What up, bro? Uh, he's, he said he's going to come sometime. He's going to wait for it to get warm. He yeah. Coming out. He yeah. out in that Houston weather. So yeah. I said he's going to stop by here, stop by y'all, the Three Drunken Nights. Uh, uh, who else we got? Um, Podcast Queens. Uh, Penrose, what's Penrose versus everybody? <laughs> He's a yeah, whoever, man, you know. <laughs> hey, man, uh, D, um, um, him and his wife. Come on, Danny and Cleo. Danny, Danny Cleo. and Cleo, yeah, they're yeah, funny. Yeah, I like them, man. He shows love. He shows Pepper love. Pepper the Salt Shaker. Yeah, man. I put it like this, man, out there. Here, here's a, you know, I, I mean, I, I put it like this, man. You show me love, I show you love out here, man. We all out here struggling. You know, we none of us are professional. We, you know, we trying to create a platform, hopefully that we can, you know, we can build together mm-hmm. and I mean, let's get it together, man. We, there's no reason to try to, you know, pull each other down, whatever. I don't, I'm not saying anyone's doing that. I'm just saying words of advice, man. Let's, let's do it. Let's get this, let's get this, um, this, this network money some kind of way, man. We and all win. Literally. We all yeah, can win together. Know, so promote each other, man. Get it out there. We all amateurs, you know, and we trying to get on that, you know, that that um, that that big, that big <laughs> yeah, you know. Hopefully, we can get Bevel hollering at us. But nah, <laughs> man, let's support each other. Let's ride out, man, and um, you know, we let's uh, not make it about a hashtag and, right. and 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 worry about that, man. So I support who support me. I try to support even if you don't support me, man. And I, I like your you. podcast. I'm gonna support it. You That's know, what right. I'm saying? yeah. So, I listen to everybody. Yeah, yeah. So. We just go from there. I, I, I don't even know why I just talked about that, but you know, there we go. everyone else has been talking and saying. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I'm here for love, man. I'm love. No, 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 no mess. Let's get it, man. You know, the stakes is high. It's all about love. That's right. Ride with us. We ride with you. What y'all saying, man? I gotta hold on. Let me see. We go ahead. Hey, hold What's on. What's saying? I already know theirs. What is it? The protectors of truth. <laughs> nah, nah, she ain't saying uh <laughs> KK, what is it? <laughs> uh I don't know, it changes every time we do a show. I just always oh, say what man. I remember. <laughs> we got a drunken nice protect us the truth. We try to tell the truth as much as we can. <laughs> and y'all don't need to be lying out here because lying is exhausting. Hey, stakes <laughs> <high> podcast. <laughs> Peace. <We out. laughs>